0: I will cover how to build your audience, how to craft an irresistible offer and how to master your launch strategy so that you will know the most effective way to grow your audience and build your email list fast, know how to craft an offer that your audience will love and create a launch that fits with you and enables you to sell with ease. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Made Simple podcast, uncovering the secrets of effortless social media marketing for your business. And here is your host, Teresa Heath Waring. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Social Media Marketing Made Simple podcast. And I'm your host, Teresa Heath I hope you have had a really good week. And I am really excited to talk about this week's podcast episode because it's something that I am super passionate about. And if you've listened to some of the others where I've got a bit passionate, I tend to talk quite fast and I tend to record the podcast really quickly. So I'm kind of hoping that I'm gonna do that this week because I am actually away with my family on holiday. We have brought the children just to Wales I say just to Wales, that's really bad, isn't it? It's not just to Wales, Wales is lovely, and the children are having a great time, we're spending time at the beach, we're going swimming, and we're just hanging out as a family, which we don't do very often, if I'm honest. We all tend to have our own lives, I know that sounds weird, but, when I think about my stepson who's 15, he spends a huge amount of his time up in his room or playing on his games or on his phone. My eight-year-old who is eight going on 18, she has got her iPad and, and they tend to get so wrapped up in their lives as do we as adults. So whether it's doing work or normal adult stuff, we don't often spend a huge amount of time just all sitting in the same room and talking. And this is what we've been doing this week and it's lovely. So we're having a really fabulous time, but I've kicked them out this morning because obviously one thing I can't do with them around is record a podcast. They've gone off to the park and I'm here recording. So like I said, I'm hoping it's going to be a easy one to record because I'm super passionate about it and therefore it won't take all day. (laughs) Let's see. Okay, so today what we're going to be talking about is something really close to my heart. When I first started my business, One of the things that I was really struggling with, and I think I've talked about this before, is that there were social media people who were charging good money to businesses to do their social media and they weren't very good. And I was really concerned that when I started telling the world that I was going to offer social media consultancy or training or my agency were going to do the social media for people, I was super concerned that I didn't want people to think that I was a fraud or I wasn't very good or I didn't know what I was talking about. So when I first set up I worked really hard to get really good at this and I went and found all the world's experts, I did loads of training, I went back to my initial marketing degree to see how obviously that would help with doing social media and profiling customers and that sort of thing. So like I said I worked super hard to ensure that I was offering a good quality service but there were still lots of people out there offering social media that possibly weren't at the standard they should have been or that their clients thought they were. So some time ago I wrote a blog post which I am now going to talk through as the podcast about the questions you should ask when taking on a trainer or consultant for social media. If you are working in social media and you are a consultant then this might be a great podcast for you to listen to in terms of the types of things that you might want to make sure that you tick these boxes and if you're not a social media person and you're a business, if you ever do think about taking on a social media person then again this is hopefully going to be really helpful for you. So I went through these five questions that you must ask I'm going to talk you through these today and hopefully by the end of this you're going to have a really fair idea of if and when you take someone on or if you are a social media person that whether you or they tick these five boxes. Let's get started. Question number one. Do they practice what they preach? What I mean by this is, have you been and had a look at their social media? Have you checked out their follower numbers? Have you seen how quick they are to respond, to repost or retweet content? Do they get back to people? Are they active on it? Are their followers interacting with them? Let me break this down a little bit. The first thing that most people will look at is follower numbers. Depending on the platform, these can be either easy or harder to get. And if you were not so moral about this, then you could even go and buy followers. So I've seen some accounts with huge followers that I've thought to myself, oh my gosh, how on earth have they got those followers? They've done three posts. In fact, I had a great example of this. There was a guy who contacted me for training on social media and he wanted me to train him so that he could go and do social media for a living. Absolutely fine. Not a problem with that, I thought. And I went to check out his social media just to have a look at him before I responded. And his Facebook page had something like 5,000 followers. Now, a Facebook page is actually quite difficult unless you're paying in terms of to do like adverts but even still it would take a bit of an effort to get that many followers on Facebook and his Facebook page had 5,000 followers and he had done two posts, literally two posts and one of those was updating his cover photo or something like that. So there was no way on earth that these were genuine real followers and also those two posts had no interaction on them at all and he hadn't posted for what look like weeks. So I just think it's not just about the follower numbers. It's not just about how many people follow their different social accounts. It's also about how they're interacting, whether they're real, alive, what their posts look like, what they say about them. Are they real? Are they human behind their posts? Do they practice what they preach? Are they doing their own social media? Are they doing their own social media as well as they're promising to do yours? Now I get it, lots of people will say, well, I don't have time to do my own because I'm doing everybody else's and I'm in exactly the same position. But actually for me, that's when my business changed. When I started to prove that I could maintain my own, then suddenly that seemed to make quite a big difference. Question number two to ask them, how do they keep up to date with industry changes? Now, again, I've said before, we are in one of the fastest moving industries in the world. Social media moves at the speed of light. Things change all the time. Platforms evolve. They remove things. They bring in things. Trends change. So, How are they keeping up to date with things like that? That's a question I would ask them. And there are a few different ways in which they could be doing this. Are they doing courses or training? Are they attending events? Now, events are a really good one. I think by asking them what was the last conference they attended, I really think that is a worthwhile type of question. In the UK, there aren't masses of social media conferences. There is Social Day, which happens in London. There's also Marketed Live, which is a general more marketing conference, but certainly has lots of social media aspects about it. And there's a new conference that's literally just been announced, which I'm so excited about because I've been asked to speak at it. It's called Atomicon, and it's by Andrew and Pete, who I think I've mentioned before, but that's going to be a brilliant event and that's happening next March. So again, ask them what events they've been to. Also, I spend a lot of time and money going out to events in the state. I go to Social Media Marketing World, which is in San Diego every March. I also have attended Traffic and Conversion. I've attended Converted uh, I spoke at Converted last year. So I make the time and effort to go to these bigger conferences where I'm getting the information first to make sure that I'm up to date. On to question number three. Now this is a tricky one actually what qualifications do they have? I'm not sat here saying they have to have a qualification and there isn't really a qualification as such that someone who manages social media could have. Now there are lots that go around you know digital marketing and I know a lot of the degrees include social media now but in terms of tools and tactics as I've just said it moves so fast that actually if you've got a degree in social media by the time you've got your first job probably most things have changed. So this question's a bit tricky in terms of qualifications. Now me I have a marketing degree and I'm a member of the Chartered Institute of Marketers and I feel like this is important because actually social media is another marketing tool. So I'm quite happy the fact that I come from marketing and I have that degree but it's just interesting to ask the person what qualifications they might have and is there anything that seems suited to this role. And I guess if they don't have a formal qualification of some sort, then going back to the last question about sort of how are they keeping up to date? What courses have they done? Who have they worked with? And go and Google those names. So I know when I first started, Mari Smith was really big on the social media scene and I did some courses with Mari Smith because I wanted to make sure I knew what I was talking about. It's something I continue to do to this day. I've done courses with Amy Porterfield, with Jasmine Starr, with Mari, as I've said, I've done stuff with Kim Gar. And again, if you Googled any one of those names, you'd see that they are experts in their field. So that could be another way to look at if they don't have a qualification as such. Okay, on to question number four. So the next thing I would be asking from your social media person is, can they show me some examples of their best work. They might sort of say on question one, the reason I haven't done my own things is because I'm busy doing someone else's. And if you're okay with that, then that's fine. But at the very least, you want to be saying to them, can you show me some examples of what you have then done for clients? And you want them to point you in the direction of, clients that they're currently working with so you can watch them over time to make sure that posts are going out regularly that they're interacting with people but also you want to be asking them about campaigns so have they done any specific campaigns and if so what have they got from those campaigns so i know one thing that we do quite a lot of is competitions on social media so i'd be able to pull out one of the last competitions we did for a client and say this is what we did, this is the artwork we created, this is who we targeted, this is how we ran the campaign, this is the results they got. Are they able to give you some of those more ROI type KPI figures? Are they able to actually say, this is what we got from this campaign? Now it's understandable that everyday social media doesn't always give you that return on investment And not all accounts will be doing social media for that reason. We had a client where they literally just wanted a presence and that was it. They weren't concerned about converting or trying to develop an audience as such. They literally wanted an active page that when people did their research on them, they found them. That wouldn't perhaps be the one that I would pull out to show. I would pull out the ones that work really hard in terms of, you know, they're trying to build a following or they're trying to drive traffic to their website or something like that. But again, ask them for examples Of that, best work that they've done on social media and what kind of results they got from it. And last but not least, this follows on nicely from number four to number five. Are there any testimonials we can see? And even better, ask if they can speak to the clients of the people that you've just seen the work for, because that would be the best way. If you've put forward a campaign or they've put forward a campaign to show you, then I think it'd be great for you to say, that's a great campaign. Can I talk to that client to ask them how they felt that campaign went and did that meet their objectives? At the very least, you want to see some testimonials. Ideally, you want to speak to clients. I know when I took on a VA initially, that's what I did. I asked if I could speak to some of her existing clients and at least emailed them to say, can I just ask how things are? How would you get on? What's it like? And they emailed back glowing reviews, obviously, hence why I went with that. For me, they are the best people to speak to because if you're already doing business for someone, then they're going to have a really honest and true response in terms of how you work with them and what they provide for you. So, like I said, number five, ask for those testimonials. Let me run through those five questions again really quickly. One, do they practice what they preach, i.e., are they on social media? Do they have followers? And are they interacting with people and keeping things up to date? Question two, how do they keep up to date with industry updates? What courses are they doing? Conferences are they going on? Question three, do they have qualifications? If so, what are they? Question four, can they show you an example of their best work? And question five, are there any testimonials that they can give you? Or even better, can you speak to one of their clients direct? I really hope that this is covered off. If you are going to take on a social media person, the kind of questions and things you want to be looking out for. And like I said, if you are a social media person, then do you tick those boxes? If you looked at yourself from the outside looking in, would you see those things? Would they see that you're keeping up to date with different things? Again, one of the things as a social media person that I like to do is If I'm going anywhere, any conferences or doing any training, I like to put that on social media too. So not only am I keeping active on social media, but I'm proving to people, look, I am learning all the time and I'm trying to do things to ensure that I keep up to date. So yeah, I really hope that this has been helpful. Like I said, from both sides of the fence, really, whether you are a social media person or not. And if you want to take one on, then those five questions are great ones to start with. Anyway, this is a super quick one, which is really useful for me this week because of the fact that I'm away and I really hope you enjoyed it. And I will be back next week for the next episode. Have a great week until then. Thanks for listening to the Social Media Marketing Made Simple podcast with Teresa Heath-Waring from